0: in this town there is no off season the news never stops and neither do we it's always game day in cleveland with andy baskin and daryl Ryder. it's always game day in cleveland hi everybody and well thanks for joining us again we love having you on board my name is andy baskin his name is daryl Ryder, the browns beat reporter for 92.3 the fan in fact we're both from 92.3 the fan um daryl a lot to talk about when it comes to your cleveland browns as always on this show and we like to give you a little bit more than what you hear on the radio or maybe what you can read. We bring to life some of your articles that are at 92.3thefan.com. And if you want to be a part of the show, at Game Day CLE, in fact, uh, we did pick one question from the mailbag, and we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. But, Daryl, the big news of the week, that 20 of the 24 uh, civil suits have been settled by Deshaun Watson. What does that mean as far as his football career?
1: I I don't think it means anything, although I don't think that the – timing is uh, all that much of a coincidence that we have some settlements now what's interesting is that Deshaun Watson had repeatedly said when asked about potential settlements that he planned on defending his name uh against these allegations uh, to the very end so 20 of the 24 settled that leaves four that uh could potentially still see a courtroom and then um You know, there's the question about these two other lawsuits that Tony Busby had said that they were planned to file and they've not been filed in court to my understanding yet. Um, So I I don't even know if they're going to get filed. I don't know if there was some legal posturing uh, being done by Busby to maybe try and push uh, a settlement forward uh in in these cases but 20 of the 24 done i don't expect that that's going to have any impact on the discipline that is going to come from the national football league though it it,
0: um we were trying to describe it and try to figure out what it really means and you tell me what you think of this theory (laughs) that if it was a pot of water that was on the stove and the water was really really hot it felt like when the word came out that 20 had settled that the dial got turned back to hot or almost hot. Now, is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good analogy. Um, I think that there potentially could have been, I guess, a positive impact on potential discipline had the settlements come like four or five, six months ago. Uh, and there, and you know, just this volume of accusations and volume of paperwork involved. You know, the the details of the paperwork being come coming public, whether it was depositions, allegations contained within the lawsuits, et cetera. I I think that had some of that stuff not become public, the NFL. Might have been able to help brush some of this under the rug, but because all this information and all these allegations—and that's really that—is what they are—they are allegations. Uh, Deshaun Watson again has not been charged with a crime; uh, he is not being criminally prosecuted for anything. These are civil cases um, that it, it, the NFL, I think, feels it's too little too late that, you know, it's already out there in the public forum. You know what I'm saying, Andy? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and what is out there in the public forum is a pattern of alleged disturbing behavior, um, and harassment of massage therapists and, um, so I just I don't know that they can get the toothpaste back in the tube, so to speak, from a league standpoint, and this is something regardless of his guilt or innocence. This is something that's going to hang over him not just for the rest of his football career, but for the rest of his life. He is going to be known fair or not, he is going to be known as the quarterback that sought extra benefit from massages um so um it's it it, from the browns perspective it's good that he settled these 20 cases it'll be even better if he can settle the final four or the final six again we don't know if those two others are actually going to be filed in court or if this that was just busby's way of applying pressure to watson's camp to affect these settlements and, and get them done but, um, you, you know, I, I just from the NFL standpoint, I just I think they're going to drop the hammer on the guy. I, I really do. I think they're going to make an example of him. Um, I, I just because the narrative has we've touched on it, but the narrative has shifted dramatically in the last week and a half. From eh, maybe going to give out four games, right? Right. Then it shifted to, oh, he's probably going to be gone for eight to ten games. And now in the last eight to ten days, it's been, oh, he has gone for the year. He's getting a year from the NFL. And now the NFLPA is is lining up to fight on his behalf and start calling out Daniel Snyder, Jerry Jones, uh, Robert Kraft, and every other NFL owner that's been accused of impropriety of some sort. Right? Because we cannot allow a double standard. The conduct policy is supposed to apply to everybody from ownership down throughout the organization, including players, coaches, management, et cetera, et cetera. So that is, I think, where we are at right now is behind the scenes. There's some posturing going on between the NFLPA and po- posturing is the wrong word. Maybe some negotiation potentially going on between the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson's camp and the league office is they're presenting their cases to the independent arbiter who's going to hand down uh, this potential discipline. And then oh. it, it gets appealed because we know it will be appealed. Uh, then it'll be Roger Goodell who will step in and say, yay or nay, uh, or we're going to re- you know reduce it. Um, so he's the hammer's coming. It's just a a matter of time. Um, and, uh, that that's just the impression I'm getting. So Browns fans brace yourself because I I just, I don't think this is going to be a four game suspension situation. I really don't. I think he's potentially going to be gone for the entire year, or at least the NFL is going to attempt to suspend him for a full year. And then again we're talking as a browns you know from the perspective of a browns fan or the browns organization their fingers will then be crossed that the NFLPA will be able to successfully argue what i had mentioned earlier about the double standard of what players are held to versus what owners and executives and and members of organizations are held to and that's not supposed to be the case the the conduct policy is supposed to apply to everybody within the league. All right, Darrell, let's come back to
0: that in a second. Cause I, I, I think that's an important subject to talk about. I, I, there are two things that keep standing out to me over the last 24 hours and or 48 hours that one, I keep wondering what would have happened if Deshaun Watson had figured out a way to settle a year ago. And he, would he not be playing in Miami? That's the he first part. He would point. be a Miami Dolphin. Yeah. And so the second part of it too, is the, Talk about adding Houston to the to the case and how that changes the financial picture that I think someone would ask for. And this, this is just me. I mean, obviously, if you're going after an individual, you're going after an individual. If you go after a corporation, then I, th- I think it's implied or or thought of that there is obviously more of a financial um, financial wherewithal uh, if you're going to sue somebody. So I, I'm just wondering how both of those things played out as we walk forward in this situation, and 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 really the football part of it is I wonder why this time they decided to settle when last time they didn't.
1: Well, I, I think the pressure from the NFL, and and this is just my view of the situation. I I, I, I do think that there was some pressure from the NFL to to get the get this. To off the front page uh, of all the websites and get this off Twitter and social and social media um, because it had been just this slow, constant drip of negative news and allegations being levied against him. So I, I do think that there was some pressure we had talked about in previous podcasts. We have talked about on the air, just how, uh, the more it comes out, the worse it's going to get for Deshaun Watson. I also think that the fact that the Houston Texans were added to the lawsuits, I think that hurts Deshaun with the NFL too in the discipline because the league office is going to say your alleged behavior put one of our 32 entities at risk, put it in legal peril, per se. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and what do managers dislike most? Two words: billable hours. <laughs> they, 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 right? I mean, yeah, that's why Roger makes so much money. He's a lawyer, right? I I I mean, just so I I I think that that is going to hurt Deshaun with the league too, and why they're going to be so heavy-handed with their punishment of him. The fact that he. Has because of these allegations, and again, we have to stress their allegations. We don't, you know, we weren't in the room, but um, because of these allegations, that the Houston Texans were put at legal risk here, Uh, and that's not going to sit well with the league. So, yeah, I just from the Brown standpoint, from the league standpoint. From Deshaun's standpoint, it's good that 20 settlements have been reached and we'll see if they can keep the other four or maybe six out of the courtroom uh, next year. Um, Based on uh, some of the stuff that I read, it doesn't it looks like a couple of these accusers want to see a courtroom. They do not want to settle. But as you know, these things change. I mean, look, just the, uh, during mandatory mini camp, Sean Watson was asked about settling and what it would take for him to settle. And he said something to the effect I'm paraphrasing. Cause I don't have the quote in front of me, but he basically said something to the effect of my focus is on clearing my name. That's, that's basically what he said. And, um, I, I don't know if by him settling that that clears his name, you will have some people that will say, well, if you did nothing wrong, why would you settle? Right. I mean, that's and that's not yeah, an but it's admission.
0: not necessarily an
1: admission of guilt. Correct. Settling is not an admission of guilt. Correct. And that's usually the language that is included in the settlement, too, that this is not an admission of guilt. We are simply compensating you for your trouble uh, in the matter or, or whatnot. There's there's usually that type of language that lawyers put. Uh, in in these settlements, which uh, are confidential, these are confidential settlements. Although, right. let's be honest about it, I'm I'm sure the legal team wink, wink, nudge, nudge will uh, make sure that those figures end up at some point in an article somewhere because right. that pushes his his business forward a little bit, right? Hey, you got sure. a case. This is the kind of money that I well, can one get way to- or
0: another. I mean, if you if the settlement's gigantic right you really don't want it out there and if it's if it's smaller then maybe do but that's i mean it's not but but you
1: understand what i'm saying yes absolutely you you see that all the time in quote unquote confidential settlements where at some point the figures involved with what was supposed to be a confidential settlement somehow magically you know make it via source right uh, you know uh into the public forum so um yeah, it's, it, but from again, from the Browns, from the NFL and Deshaun Watson's perspective, the sooner these cases are all settled, the sooner that I think Deshaun can put this all behind him and really be able to focus on football, really be able to focus on resuming his NFL career. The NFL can kind of put this behind it as well and, and their investigations. And then I think what will be important for Deshaun going forward, fair or not, but because of what he was accused of, the volume of the allegations, I think he will have to change whatever behavior he was engaged in to protect himself so that repeat allegations don't follow here in, you know, as a member of the Cleveland Browns, if that makes it,
0: sense. It is interesting because, I like, I know it. um i know at rookie transition programs whether it's the nfl or nba all of this stuff is talked about which is to me the interesting part of the to me it's a part of it's a very very interesting part of the story because it's not like the league doesn't tell these guys hey these are the possible pitfalls that could happen in your career they all know it all right daryl let's do this let's come back i want to talk a little bit more about roger goodell the pressure on him especially as he was sitting on capitol hill earlier this week and um Holding the owners to a higher standard. Should they be held to a higher standard? It's always Game Day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show, all you have to do is hit us up at GameDayCL. Back after this.